You are now listening to The Secret Life of a Grad Student. I'm Megan. I'm Laura, and we are two grad students who want to share the untold stories of graduate students past and present. Welcome to the show. This month's series is going to be on work-life balance, and this episode is going to be about why Laura and I believe that this is an important topic to talk about. Yeah, definitely. So, Laura, why is this an important topic to talk about? Well, I think that personally, I have a great life balance. I love not sacrificing everything for my work. And as interesting my lab work it is and my colleagues are, I also enjoy a lot being outside of the lab, doing things like running, windsurfing, hanging out with my friends and my husband. So doing all of those things, um, I think it's not sometimes super easy to, to set. What, what do you think? So I think the reasons that those things are not easy. So you like... You just said all those things and it honestly put a little bit of a panic in me. <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't do anything. Um, so the reason that it's kind of hard to picture ourselves and or myself in grad school, like having a good work-life balance is because I'm in grad school thinking about my work almost constantly. And it's really, really hard, especially when doing bench science, and I know other people might do other types of science, but when doing bench science, it's really hard to pull yourself away. And Laura and I are both biologists, so I know, like, from my experience, like, working with microbes, I just kind of feel like I'm a little bit on the timeline of the microbe, and it's sort of making the rules for the schedule. I think think it's really important for us to talk about why work-life balance is challenging in grad school, And then we're going to sort of talk about, like Laura already sort of mentioned, all the things that we do to sort of combat intensity of our own works, kind of drawing us back in. I think also, so for you, it may be the microbes life uh, time that you need to kind of like follow. But I know other graduate students that were not biologists, but still were very much stressed out about their grad school. And sometimes it can be from also the professor that they have. Like if the PI himself doesn't have a work-life balance and expecting you to work on weekends and crazy hours during the week, it's harder to not be like following the same pattern. Like you, you might feel kind of like an imposter to your own lab if you're starting to make yourself comfortable outside the work. I don't know. So I haven't necessarily experienced that from my PI. My PI, who we're actually going to be interviewing within this series, um, has a really good take, a really healthy take on work-life balance. And she's very appreciative of her own time. She has a family and, you know, doesn't overwork, I think. But I would say that that, for me, occurs with the other people in the lab. Yeah, as well, like, like your co-workers the can co-workers. be a big influence. Of. Yeah. So so for that, uh, so since Megan and I are part of the same lab, so we kind of have the same co-workers. Mm-hmm. And when I started my grad school, I was already having a pretty good life balance. I already knew that I love going running and I love spending uh, my weekends traveling around 
but seeing all of my grad school friends in the lab during the weekend and telling me on Monday that they've done that and that and that, that was make me feel so awful. Mm. I was like, I'm going to fail. I am not, I'm not, mm, what I'm doing is wrong. Like, uh, what am I thinking? Uh, I should do like they do. And it took me like a good year or two. And I also, of course, I tried to do that. I stopped like doing, having like life balance. I was just constantly working. First of all, I noticed that I was not happy and that my work was not getting any better. So after that, I was like, it's just peer pressure. I feel that I have to work so hard because everybody's working so hard. And actually, if it was not working for me, I I started to be like, no, like stand up for yourself. It's okay to not do like everybody is doing. And if you're happier this way, like no shame, like it's your own life after all. And actually now I'm more trying to convince them to have have a life balance, like, like for this episode, for example, then. (laughs) So it's, it's interesting that you mentioned the pre-grad school to like the current working in that sort of state, because like my mind just kind of jumped to like, oh yeah, shit, before I started grad school, my work-life balance was amazing. <laughs> Mine was the weaver, so it was terrible, was, and it became better. <laughs> Mine was so good. I, I, I did improv for fun. I was doing that, like, all the time, and yeah. then I was skiing or snowboarding oh, yeah. um, at the time and, like, was going up, like, almost every weekend, and I was just like, whatever, like, stuff in the lab, like, happens, but... I just, I don't think that my job really required me to be there all the time. And so I wasn't and I had, and I was happy. But who right now is requiring to be all the time there? Right. Right now. So then, so then when I started grad school, a lot of that dropped away. Like just stopped doing a lot of the things that I was doing for myself. And then I think actually a conversation with you and your now husband, Sam, changed my attitude a little bit within grad school. I was just like, I need to step back, take a little bit of a break. And I didn't necessarily start doing improv again, but I started doing other things to help me like maintain my sanity. Yeah, definitely. I I think, um, I think it's, it's not healthy to being so work oriented and I think it doesn't make you project more productive yeah that's definitely true so I definitely found that like once I started stepping away from the lab taking my weekends for myself like being comfortable with going out skiing for a weekend leaving work early so that I could go I like my hobby now is cooking and baking (laughs) so like so like I could go home and like cook and bake and whatever and I could do that and have fun um that sort of bled back into my work and I I don't know did you do you feel like when you started doing all of the side activities that you were able to suddenly be more creative at work uh definitely I mean creative but also so maybe because you're cooking and you kind of have like this creativity thing Running is not so much about creativity. <laughs> it's much more about having setting up goals and achieving goals. Mm-hmm. And for that, I feel that it helped me so much for the lab. I have a completely different 
um, approach of mm -hmm. my schedule and being so good at doing that as I'm running I was like hey why I'm not like taking the same approach for my grad school it doesn't make me having more hours but it just makes me being like super uh, on time for things that I want to do and probably yeah creativity but it's not something that I it's, it's not that easy to measure I would say when I was doing this year when I was not really having a life balance and I was just trying to work so hard, I kind of like repeated myself over and over. Like I was having failures and instead to just kind of like be like, hey, it's not working. No, I was just like, no, it's going to work eventually. And it's just like, <laughs> just, like just go, back and, go back and go back <laughs> And then it was when I was getting sick because of, you, of course you're getting sick. I was like, what are you doing? Like since, since when, like since when have you been trying to do these experiments? Like three months? Don't you think it's time to actually stop trying that and maybe uh, observe another angle? And, uh, and But today, I don't even do that anymore. Like, it, if it's not working after, like, two or three times, I am have much more power and observation with mm -hmm. the time of being a grad student to be like, hey, that's not going to work, so stop. I think it's also because when you so work independent like that, you're kind of, like, super emotional about it. Right. And today, I'm not that emotional about it. So yeah, I'm not that emotionally involved into my results because I think that if something is not working, it's not because I don't have enough willpower to make it work. It's just because it's science and science probably tells you there is a reason why. So either I can investigate that or although I can just like have another approach and tackle the problem with a different angle. But yeah. before it's difficult when you're so emotionally involved because you don't have so much life balance to realize that. And so it's difficult to step back and and be like, oh, that's okay. You have other things in your life. Right. Uh, it's not the end of the world if this piece of your life right now, it's not working. You see? Oh my God, you're speaking to my heart right oh, now. Oh yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> well, I hope I speak to your heart too. <laughs> you the audience. Yeah, you the audience. <laughs> So you don't only run, though. You also do painting? Yeah, I did that. I mean, I, I've been I've been doing some art since I've been a kid because my mom put me in art school. And, I, and then I've been drawing a lot during college. And being with Sam, my husband, who is doing wonderful watercolor, it makes me want to try. And... And so I've been trying, yeah, yeah. You, you know, <laughs> and it's, uh, but it's, so it's creativity, but like every other project, it's something that you put yourself out there, like you might fail, like you don't know how it works. So what you're going to produce might be just crap. And, and sometimes it makes you want to, want to give up. Oh yeah. But if you're not giving up and you just persevere, you actually find yourself being pretty good over time and for any project it's kind of like the same analogy that I have with PhD mm -hmm. is that when you start it might be kind of crap what you're producing or the experiments might not be that well designed right but if you don't give up like it's eventually it's gonna work out yeah you just need to like continue practicing yeah 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 and so that's why for me it's important life balance because when you take willingly a challenge like for me, PhD, it's something that you really want to do. So you're going to do it, but it's kind of imposed because it's part for you of your career pathway. So your, your work. But when you take something on the side that nobody tells you you should do that or for your work, it's better to have a PhD. No, you willingly be like, I'm going to cook. 
So you put yourself out there to like failures and uh, trying to have some expectation about it and you're going to fail and it's okay and then you're going to repeat and then over time you're going to it's going to help you to actually at work having and adopting the same attitude and yeah. you see so maybe you can rephrase that for american friends because i'm not sure with my french if everybody got it okay so i can i can try to rephrase it. okay no i think it was clear it was clear okay yeah, yeah, it was yeah. clear <laughs> Uh, I have another point that I could cover right now. Okay. Is um, a lot of coworkers that we have and friends that I have that did grad school. Um, and that could also be extended to besides grad school, like goals oh. and work in general. Right. They are kind of like, when I'm asking them why you're not going out, why you're not dating, why you're not having this activity on the side, like you're telling me about it, but you're not doing it what is preventing you to do things that makes you happy and they kind of like oh when i'm going to be done with my phd then i'm going to do those things right and for me this is a terrible approach because after the phd it's not going to be better like no, you're going to be older you're going to be older <laughs> there is no unicorn there is nothing waiting for you there that is like suddenly going to make you happy mm-hmm. and and also you should just enjoy your phd like, yeah. you don't need to suffer through it. I um, feel like um, if you're the type of person who's not willing to do something that is on the side of your own research and enriching sort of outside of your work during your PhD, then when you graduate, you're not going to be the type of person to do something outside of work. Like, that is a myth. That is, yeah. like, I, I just don't, I don't see that happening so, like, treat yourself well now. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why we're talking about this. Because it's it's really hard distinguishing that. Like, how should I... Why should I treat myself well during my PhD when, like, the PhD is the end goal? And it's, like, the, the place of glory. But it's, like, no. Like, you're living your life now already yeah and for many of us not all of us like it's our 20s that we're doing our phd and this is our prime this is our youth yeah yeah and it's i mean and it would be a shame to miss that so so yeah and that's what i'm saying is that when people those people are going to finish their phd they're going to be like oh but when i'm going to finish my postdoc or when i'm going to be in industry and i'm going to prove myself and then you 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 constantly have to feel that you have to prove yourself to others while nobody gives a crap at the end. No, but really, when the only person that truly matters is how you see yourself, not how the other sees you and how worth you are to the society. Yeah. So because otherwise you constantly gonna think that this is not enough. And you're constantly going to try to to reach for more and more. And then you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be 60, retired. And you're going to be oh, 70. <laughs> and you're going to be like, all of this for that, if it's not happening even earlier than that. Like, what but was, what was have my a, life? Yeah, you're yeah. going to have a wake-up call one day. And you're going to be like, all this sacrifice for that? And believe me, I already had friends that told me that after the PhD, they kind of have been disappointed. Like they thought mm-hmm. that that would be so much better. No, they are still like working yeah. so hard and in, 
And it's still for them very hard to now try to get a work-life balance. Yeah. They have to figure it out. And it's not, it's, yeah. it's just do this exercise right now because... Kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier with like the pressure to feel like we have to work. So again, like I don't have a PI that's necessarily pressuring me to work all the time, but there are like coworkers that sort of create a culture of constant work. Um, I think that one of the most important skills that I've learned is the ability to say no. The ability to say to like the coworker culture of like, this is like overwork zone. And if you're not overworking, like you're clearly not getting anything done. Kind of saying no to that culture and saying, I'm going to be as productive as the person that is in the lab every single waking hour. Yeah. Okay, maybe they'll finish a year not even. Maybe not. Not even, because it's not a question about even finishing earlier or whatever. Like, I'm not in a hurry to finish my PhD. I yeah. like my life already. Like, and, right, and right, having, right. having a PhD, it's just going to be like a step. Um, then I'm going to work in industry. Yeah, hopefully I'm going to make yeah. more money, <laughs> which is going to be nice. But right now, it's knowing that I already figured out my life balance, I can travel, I can set up uh, my goals in, in my other activities and I'm doing my best to reach them as well as much as I'm trying with my work. And doing that, I have a feeling of fulfillment. Yeah, I feel like the moments or like the, the weeks and sometimes it's weeks, sometimes it's months. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like the weeks where I kind of forget my personal work-life balance, like the things that I like to do for fun, like the cooking, what else do I do for fun? <laughs> <laughs> you like to go hiking. I do like hiking. I go hiking about like every weekend. I had yeah. like a whole list prepared for this and I just forgot my list. <laughs> um, but like <laughs> cute. <laughs> when, when I feel like I forget like to engage in the things that are satisfying outside of work, I feel like a couple of things happen to me. Like my work suffers. Um, I'm not... I'm not in the right state of mind to do the work that I need to do. Even if I'm going in on weekends and like working extra hard and and I feel like I'm, you know, meeting the expectations of the lab culture, I feel like all that work is for nothing. And then I look back at the week and I feel even worse about the work that I have done, especially because I spent my free time, my yeah. extra time, yeah, doing that damn work yeah it was just a waste of time yeah uh that's like that's like where I am so I feel like again engaging in my fun activities my enriching activities the things that getting make me feel like a whole person yeah yeah and and sometimes it's you're gonna be in your life balance and thinking like hey it's supposed to help me to feel sane and happy but I'm suffering right now so for example I've been working so hard on getting my Boston qualification for oh, yeah. 2021. For the Boston Marathon. For the Boston Marathon. So I worked my ass off last year. And I know that I knew that last year the Boston qualifying time for my my time my my age and the fact that I'm a woman was three hours and thirty-five. So I worked my ass off to be below 330, which I achieved. 
But yesterday, I figured out that they changed the, the time for 2021 at 3.30. And with the cutoff time, it's actually three hours, 28 minutes, 28 minutes and 21 seconds. And I did three hours, 28.30. So I'm out. So I have to go back oh, at that. So, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it sucks, right? So there is, but when I made this time, I was so proud right. of myself. Like that day I was like, I was just all over the moon. And when you, when you achieve goals that you put yourself, you, it's, it's just going to build up so much. Um, you're going to be so proud and it's going to boost your confidence and you need that for your work. So mm-hmm. yesterday I had actually a great way, a great day at work. But when I learned that about my marathon, I was like, damn, I'm happy to have my work day that went very well because I need that right now <laughs> to handle this news. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, as I'm saying, like you, you're putting yourself out there and it's not just be, to succeed, it's also yeah. to fail and deal with that as well. So I think like the overall point here is we're yeah. people doing science in a PhD and that's like a high stress situation, but like we can't forget the things that make us whole. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like we, we, Laura and I, I think, try to make an effort I think more 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 so than me (laughs) or I try but I don't succeed all the time um to kind of be whole people not just our research yeah 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 I I kind of I don't know I grew up with this idea that I had like the five thing in my life like to make me as a whole person and it's my health it's my work it's my family it's my friends and uh, my husband, and there were like other things I on the tip of my tongue, I can't really remember. <laughs> but what I mean by that is that you, if you only have your work, like if you cease to see your friends and your family because you're too tired, if you're not taking care of yourself, of your health, by going outside, breathing, meditation, mm-hmm. or I don't know, whatever makes you like feeling kind of like sane, there is a problem. Right. So... So this episode for me is about uh, try to recognize that if yeah. you listen to us and you feel that you're in this situation and it's not being weak, right. then wishing for improving your life quality is actually, it's a hard exercise. It requires like some time investment. And some patience, beside. a lot of patience. Some patience. And if you, uh, your work environment is not pro that, well, stand up for yourself. Right, like... say no. Um, so on that point, the series like is about capturing that work-life balance. Um, and we're going to be talking to several people who we think sort of embody like yeah, how to do work-life balance really, really well. So like the first person that we're interviewing does um, martial arts and uses that to like keep a whole self while also doing research. The second person that we're talking to <laughs> played Dungeons and Dragons in his free time. And then like the last person that we're talking to does um, like artsy things. She yeah. she draws. She's a very 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 talented artist. And so all of these people, you know, they they did research, but they're not defined by their PhD. Yeah. They have these other things that sort of make them whole people and they recognize that even I think it's really really important that they recognize that during yeah. their PhD that they needed to like 
branch out. Or maybe they, they recognized it before their PhDs, but they maintained it. Yeah. And I, I think that, like, this series is supposed to just highlight the people who do it well. Yeah. Yeah. I think we yeah. pretty covered everything except maybe, like... The last thing. The, j- yeah. just, just in case you were still wondering what we mean by life balance is not being drunk, stoned... Playing video games like all night long or binging uh, while couch potato in front of Netflix. Even if I love doing these kind of things, oh my God, I just love doing ki- it. yeah, <laughs> such just... a couch potato. <laughs> but I've been a couch potato my whole life. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to do those things. It's just that it's not what it can't be all of your side of your life like if you're not at work and you only do those things and you're not mm-hmm. seeing friends and family and trying to have another activity lore. so i have some counter arguments okay because cool. i feel like i have to okay. for for the listeners who are probably like what are they saying um like what if uh you know you go out drinking with your lab and like you're hanging out with people but you're you know, you're, you're, sorry, say, so you're drinking, okay. but, like, you're still, like, hanging out with people. You're still engaging socially. I'm, like, I'm saying whereas... drinking is okay, but it's, like, if you're being drunk, drunk all oh. the time, uh, as with your friends, I'm not so sure you're socializing anymore <laughs> at so, a certain stage. So we're, we're, we're differentiating between, like, uh, drinking and smoking to medicate to cope with the stresses of grad yes. school and like actually drinking socially yeah, completely. Um, and engaging with the people around you and like when you go drinking socially with the people in your lab like try to make an effort not to talk about work yeah big time <laughs> that's for our JV friends here <laughs> you ever listen <laughs> um, yeah I feel like Sometimes I feel like, you know, I want to leave the lab and be social, even with my coworkers. And I, you and I are very good at this. Like, we go to the bar and, like, we can talk about something else. Like, yeah. what dog you're adopting. Yeah! Dogs! I love talking about dogs. <laughs> and we can talk about <laughs> pictures of dogs that are cute. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, and maybe that's not interesting to everybody. But <laughs> it is for us. But, like, the point is that we can walk out like walk out of the lab and put yeah it, put it behind us yeah why well, for some people it's definitely not as easy yeah and sorry it's not easy no it's, uh, it's it's not easy i think it's an exercise that kind of like everything that you exercise more you're doing it right better at it you become yeah. and uh, and there's days that are harder than others to actually leave it behind right but just recognize that now you're outside of the lab so keep your things there it's right. it's better yeah definitely yeah. okay well we hope you you're gonna enjoy this series yeah we hope you guys listen to it because yeah. the people we have on deck are really interesting um and have found creative solutions to coping with the stress of grad school and if you want to give um like other uh, advice that we haven't like talked about don't hesitate to like go on twitter like at science Bobby, and tell oh, yeah. us how you deal with that that we'll be happy to share and spread the words to oh yeah others. and if you didn't like what we had to say it's fine too but but like don't tell us <laughs>
we're stressed enough. <laughs> <laughs>